What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done. Gigantic. It is December 28th, December 28th, 2023, the last gigantic pop of the year. And here we are. I'm Glenn, joined by Matt and Raj. And uh, Matt is just getting down to the music over there. Good. Anyhow, good to see you guys. Pretending to be uh, you. Happy intro. early New Year. I'm, oh. I'm pretending to intro as I'm pretending to be you in the moment. Predicting what you were going to say in the intro. Happy New Year, everybody. <laughs> You're free to do the intro one week, Matt. You're free to to bring us in. Let me do it, please, because they love my uh, not intro. What do you call the exit? The exit of the show last. It's the, true. The bumper. Yeah. Yes. From 1984, uh, quoting Johnny Carson. <laughs> Good to see you guys. The year's almost over. Yeah. Who would have thought? Who would have thought a year, year would have come to end? <laughs> But a year ago that we the three of us would be back together and uh the, the pod the pod is doing well just want to thank everybody uh as always hit that like and hit that subscribe button it really has been helping us out a lot we appreciate it yeah it's good it's good to see you all hope everyone had a good holiday do it versus you saying do it you have to say, you have to say smash 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 that like, like button smash that subscribe button <laughs> <laughs> oh my god okay yeah it's weird that we're doing this a few months now it's crazy but thank you to the community for supporting us this has been cool things have been on a roll it's great to see all the support the comments the likes the subscriptions the tweets all of this um yeah it's uh crazy so we want to do today kind of wrap up the year talk about kind of our picks of 2023 talk about some of our moments our favorite stuff in wrestling and media um yeah and i hope everyone had a good christmas matt how was uh christmas with the fam everything was good i saw you posted some great photos on your social media yeah, like everyone had great. a good time yes sir how was everybody else's oh it's fine raj how about you it was great uh hung out with the family 
I think was that the night I got in the uh, little tip with Joey Janela? It was uh, <laughs> might have been the day after Christmas. It might have been the day after. Ben folds good day. times. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you had um, better. You, you mean to tell me you had better Twitter control of your account than Chris Jericho did on Christmas <laughs> at four a.m. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is, okay. Twitter is not. Uh, it's not good news. It, uh... it is not, especially when you're up at four a.m. and. Uh, Nothing good happens after 4 a.m., but I'll digress. No. Yeah, I, there should be some sort of uh, like a time thing on Twitter where it's like, are you sure you want to be tweeting right now? It's it's 4 a.m. and, you know, chances are you've had a few. <laughs> so with that really quick, I remember going off on a good friend of mine, Bully Ray, on his take on um, Seth Rollins getting over on Punk in that first initial one-on-one promo. And, I'm, and I was calling up. Uh, bully who's a good friend of mine and, and uh everybody over there on his uh radio show you know and uh it just so happened to be like 2 or 2 30 a.m but uh as everybody knows I, I don't drink alcohol i'm a bodybuilder it doesn't help the cause of bodybuilding um but at the same token i was like they're probably gonna respond to this because it's so late in the morning um but uh you need to explain what i missed which original, please? <laughs> or would it help if Glenn did it? I mean, these guys have heat to the point where I asked the other week, are you building up to a match somewhere? Because this keeps <laughs> happening with you. I know Joey's on the indies. You know, he's not getting that AEW money anymore. He's gotta he's gotta earn a living. Right. Uh, you know, uh he's a he's a grown up now, can't just get paid in hot dogs and replacement sunglasses. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh just you guys go at it. He's going at you about business practices, you're going at him about <laughs> losing his ex-girlfriend and about his financial situation. He got a little questionable with some of the stuff he was saying the other night. I don't want to repeat it, but there was wait, some... time out, time out. You can't roll this over. Okay. Our fans don't maybe know what we're talking about. So please detail it for my dumb butt, because I didn't see it. How did this start? How did this all start a few months ago? Just randomly. He just, uh, so I guess he had, he's had some heat with JD from New York. Okay. I, I don't As know what people have. There's, there's about. podcast drama. There's podcast drama. Okay. And then uh, a couple okay. other people. And then he included me. And it's weird because I, I cannot remember ever even talking about Joey Janela. Like ever. No, you uh, haven't. Yeah. I mean, he's, with all due respect, he's just not, Rel- that relevant to where, where he gets brought up so he caught me out yeah. and i it's just it was just bizarre to me at first i didn't know if he was because a lot of people confuse me with raja from wwf you know that website oh yeah, uh, yeah. I was in college that was my number one site raja wwfwcw.com yeah. yeah yeah so i thought maybe he was confusing me with that guy or or something but yeah <laughs> and um yeah, I just uh, said, you know, like four years ago, you know, Janela was signed by the number two promotion and was dating Penelope Ford, and now he's where he is. <laughs> God, you make it seem so tasteful. Like, I, I painted okay, a So picture. this is why Glenn, time out, time yeah. out. This is why you, Glenn, the moderator, have got yeah, to tell I know. the okay. story, because he's not going to tell it all the way. Well, I just see all the tweets. No, so it's like, he was going in, okay, so he was going in at Raj at some business practices and stuff, as people know publicly, Raj and Sean Ross Sapp, before he left for Fightful, had a paid dispute. Um, we didn't have ever, any disputes. 
but uh, okay, okay, Raj, you had uh, <laughs> no disputes, sure. No, you could uh, you could have had Sean Ross Sapp, the biggest journalist in all of online, is it short of Dave Meltzer? You could have had him, but you didn't want to pay him whatever you paid for Taylor Swift we, tickets a year. Yeah, seven years his ago, we privilege, could, time out. His privilege to do so because it's his, his right business, to do so. His LLC and, and his business. And if I would have yeah, known Sean Ross seven Rossap, years ago, we couldn't afford it. So if I would have known Sean Ross Sapp would have worked for that much, I would I would have hired him for that much. <laughs> yeah, I'm, not, uh, I'm not selling off my investments to. Uh, oh, you know, yes, Raj. He was literally he was. I on, was a starving he was, artist. He was on welfare. <laughs> he was literally living in a poor house, typing out wrestling stories, and he couldn't Brother, afford to pay Sean Ross. Time out. I got a better one. You being starving is like me being short. But I'll digress. <laughs> so listen, Glenn. I don't understand. So where does Joey Janelle get okay. off talking about business practice? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So what happened was Raj had tweeted about the Taylor Swift tickets. Sean Ross had to take an issue. Because That's apparently, well, hold on a second. I'm, I'm getting then to say this. it correctly. Okay. What I'm <laughs> saying, what happened was Sean took issue because the, the amount of the Sean of the uh, Taylor Swift tickets was ballpark what Sean was looking for seven years ago when Raj was on food stamps. And you know, food stamps, mm -hmm. I don't know if you know this, they're literally not stamps that you eat in place of food. They're yeah, stamps that not. you exchange for. Well, I didn't. I didn't know. Um, this is true. Food stamps sound like edible stamps. Anyhow, uh, so Sean took issue with this and tweeted it somewhere That's in the brouhaha. Hold on. Incorrect. It's incorrect. Joey tweeted the screenshot mm. of of Sean's tweet about this and was like, Joey was like, oh, you exploitive motherfucker. Like you're yeah. taking advantage of people, yada, yada. Like that was that was Joey kicking it up a notch and making it personal. And then Raj was like, I've got more money in my seat cushions than you made last year. Um, yeah, you probably know. ever. Yeah. <laughs> Come at me, whatever. <laughs> I, I buy Raj. and sell people like you. You know, so anyhow, it was getting really heated and personal. So that was sort of round one. That's where it stopped was about the, the bringing up the Sean Ross. <laughs> round two, this pastime. For some reason, Joey is obsessed with the size of people's genitals and yeah. uh, tweeted something at Raj. And uh, then Raj, assuming that Joey was playing play into a racist stereotype, which absolutely understandable, um, yeah. which actually was one I was not familiar with. But then the Asian thing. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and then Raj threw that at Joey. And then Joey's coming back. And it's always weird when you have to be like, oh, no, no. Tails. No, 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 no. Yeah. I want, can, can we please pull it? Can you I'm, pull it up I'm, so you can I'm say trying it? trying to really taste it. Digging through this, it's like 100 tweets, Matt. And then David oh, yeah. Bixby's getting into it. And then uh, people who, are just who, going off the rails. Which is ironic because David gets uh, yeah. a lot of uh, heat. Uh on Twitter, and it's like, dude, you're getting involved. Just sit yeah. the fuck down. So, so then Brian last ripped him a new one multiple times, but so, I'm sorry. So then, after going at Raj with that, then he's going after the fact that Raj has daughters and not sons. But if he had sons, they'd be less endowed because Raj apparently like has got yeah. isn't packing. And so then Raj is like, look at this woman that you had years ago, and you f this up, you loser. <laughs> Oh my well, lord! Well, from AEW to Penelope, you know, and Penelope so, Ford to working for burritos and and hot dogs, well, you know. So, <laughs> I did not ask this question for you to take some more shots. Hang on. <laughs> so, so Roz, let me ask you a question: If you still had, and you were, um, you know, the owner of you know wrestling your wrestling website, yeah, would you would you have gotten into it like this? 
Oh, gosh. Uh, probably not. <laughs> this must feel amazing. This must feel very free for you. Yeah. You know, I mean, look, I mean, I have no... I have no problem with Joey. I don't. I don't know him. Again, we never bring him up. I. I can, he's... I, can I ask a more important question? Because I'm just. I've never seen these tweets. This is the truth, yeah. folks. They're just telling me this right now. Yeah. Um. They were talking about this, but why is Sean Rossap talking about this crap now? He has a very successful oh, site. Geez. He's doing great, from what I from what I gather. Why 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 would he bring this up now? Um. I think he's friends with Joey. Um, so I'm guessing well, that's that's kind of. I, mean, I thought yeah. Joey was, uh, hang on. I thought Joey screenshotted his Sean Ross's, Sean Ross, whatever it was. It, it, no, it wasn't over the Taylor Swift tickets. It was when uh, me and Joey, you know, started going back and forth on Twitter. And then Sean, in the middle of our exchanges, brought that up. But, okay. Um, got it. You know, I got it. Wrestling Inc. at that time when Sean was there, uh, was not doing as well financially as it was a few years later. Um, it was a, a very different uh, ball game, and 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 you know, which uh, I know because when I first started with you guys, um, yeah. I'll tell the truth: like it wasn't about being paid; it was about being part of somebody I was friends with and wanting mm -hmm. to uh, review Raw and SmackDown and things of the like. And then it got into um, after a while, and I proved myself and things like that to be able to be paid to do so. But even that wasn't yeah. much. It was more just to hang out with my friend Raj. So whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, uh, by the end, you know, we had over 50 people that were paying, you know, every month. And a lot of yep. people are making tens of thousands of dollars and more, uh, you know, full time income. So, you know, it, when it changed, the more profitable the site became, yep. the more people got paid. So, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> so but you give them hot dogs because they don't have to write that off. Well, I, to, I apologize. <laughs> and my apologies. I, I didn't know. Like you guys brought this. I had no idea what no, you're no. talking about. So I asked just to be the, clear no. because I had no idea what you're all talking about. I'm never on Twitter. I post the stuff I want to post about yeah. my family and then, in Longwood. And then I'm not reading ish on that. Oh, and I'm, I'm I'm being a hundred percent genuine when I say I have no real issues with Joey Janela. I, I really hope him, you know, I, I hope the best. Because you're busy, you have a life, you have a family. That's why. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I don't think about him. So he keeps bringing me up. He thinks about me, but I don't think about him. But I do really wish him. Well, maybe you know, he saw when you popped your shirt off the other night, you know, and he's jealous. Maybe, your your physique's was... arguably better than his. Yeah, I'll get you a better one, Glenn. When it came time to come covering AEW back then, when it first started, and you yeah. can go back, folks, and watch the shows, you actually had a podcast here that was actually mm -hmm. cheering him on, actually, when mm -hmm. others were not. I'll just point that out for what it's worth. Yeah. No, and I think him and Sonny Kiss is a great tag team what if yes. that yes. we never really got to see through to fortune. Look, I've done business with Joey. I've given Joey Janela money uh, through one of my clients. We sponsored stuff that he did at StarCast. Uh, got to meet Tone Loke, who insisted in his rider having a, a shrimp from Hooters, which smelled up the backstage. And uh, then he Tone wanted Loke, shrimp from Hooters. That's right. And then Tone Loke went went and did a set of songs where he played Funky Cold Medina and Wild Thing and then eight other songs, none of which were his. He did like nothing but a G thing and Rapper's oh. Delight. Yeah, just like what? random hit rap songs. It was super weird. But that still sounds awesome. 
<laughs> it was a strange, <laughs> strange party that Joey Janela hosted. But no, Joey's always been nice. Um, look, I think that people with the wrestling media and podcasts especially, you know, there's there's the superstars of wrestling, right? There's the CM Punks, the Roman Reigns, the people that are household names or household names, at least for people that follow wrestling. And there's people that are either on their way up or on their way down. Maybe they get to the middle. Maybe the trajectory changes. And I think that I've seen the positive of it. There are people that watch the NXT podcast I do with Issa that, that are in NXT. And not a lot of people are talking about them. So we get nice notes and things when they appreciate something we said because not a lot of people cover them. And there are people that are on the way down. And when some people take shots or they they feel like people have taken shots at them, they pay attention because it's not... I mean, could you imagine Roman Reigns every day? There aren't enough hours in the day for Roman Reigns to keep track of everything somebody's saying about him online. But with Joey Janela, not that many people are talking about him. He's got time on his hands. He's very aware of what people are saying about him online. And sometimes, as we've seen, sometimes people can just get roped into shit. Like, I'm blocked by JBL and HBK. I have no clue why. Somebody tagged me in a tweet, a mean tweet to them. I'm going to and... text JBL to fix that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> one other thing in what you're saying I will say this about the pro wrestling business that is very different from the entertainment business. You say how folks go up and then they go down, but they can go back up again. They can go yeah. down again and they can go back up one more time. We've seen that. Sure. So I always believe in pro wrestling. You treat everybody with respect and, and just treat people, God forbid, like human beings and treat them well. Because um, just because you're working toward the top of the card does not mean you should ever in a million years jabron somebody that's below you because they're going to pass you by eventually. And, um, and you guys know this. Uh, over so many years, I never take shots at a wrestler. Um, no, and it ever. takes a lot for you. I'm not defending this because I'm, I'm your boy. Yeah. I know firsthand that, and I remember this because I was still a wrestler at the time. You don't remember this, Raj. But like, you would require at least two sources before you would print mm -hmm. something. And I remember being really annoyed with you going like, dude, this is happening. <laughs> and like... <laughs> What else do yeah. I have to do? Like, I want me to video it. What do you need from yeah. me to tell you? Because it was hurting my company at the time that I was working for. Yeah. And you're like, I can't, I can't help it. I can't print it out two sources. So if that's how you handle that and something that you can make easy money on, yeah. it's easy to understand that without question, you're not picking fights with random wrestlers. That's for sure. Right. Um, <laughs> because the respect you have for the business. So I'll yeah. always vouch for you and F everybody else that won't. And and Matt, you know, we we would talk about you know because Toby Keith was in serious talks about buying TNA. Mm -hmm. We you know, and we would talk about it, but I yep. couldn't report it because yep. um, either the second sources that I had were off the record, yep. um, and I respected that. I, I, and it was you know, it's a pretty huge story that uh, and and CM Punk comparatively um, two years ago going to AEW was a huge story that mm -hmm. I could not. Print. First of all, Tony Khan actually. I went to Tony Khan and he denied it, but I think I worded it wrong. But uh, mm. yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, I won't. Uh, I won't do Com it. Comparatively, with today's day and age, where they don't need a source, they make up the source and just for clicks. And they're not the first to do it. It happened back when I was in college watching wrestling as a fan. But um, but that's the difference between a real uh, a site and people with real. Mm -hmm priorities and respect for the business versus those that don't have it just for quick fast action quick subscribers and things of the like and i hope people 
start to pay attention to those sites to see are they really breaking news or, or are they just stating the obvious? Yeah. And that's, um, remember, I'm not going to say his name, but there was a journalist maybe a year and a half ago, someone that was actually very well liked on wrestling Twitter who got a lot of things correct, but it seemed like the conventional wisdom. And then there was an issue where it was like, oh no, he was just straight up making stuff up. And a lot of people co-signed to vouch for him because he seemed like a really, really good guy. And he had been right about enough things, but, um, it's uh, it's strange how it works. But, you know, the thing that I want to say, though, is that uh, to give Joey Janela a modicum of credit here, mm-hmm. there's something in this community where you can get over with the the IWC, like the Twitter, like wrestling Twitter, right? Like the hardcore. You can get over sometimes if there's, you know, it, sometimes by going after a uh, a media figure. And people have done it with Meltzer. Sure. People have done it, mm-hmm. not so much with Sean Ross Sapp. He seems universally liked. Raj, you really shouldn't have let that one go. But uh, with JD... Um, <laughs> hey, man, I did let him go. He he left. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, look, I, look, with Sean, I wanted him to take over my spot. You know, yes, eventually no, get to that level. Yeah. Yes. Um, but no, what I'm saying is that like with JD and with some other people out there, they're well known enough that, yeah, if you have an issue with them and you beef with them on You're Twitter... you JD from New York in there. J- J- do you know how many subscribers he has on YouTube? I don't care. Yeah, but he's well what known. We talk about? I don't care how many subscribers somebody has. I don't care what ratings are. It doesn't mean I'm going to like it. I know. But okay. And then there's some people, like if you want to dunk on Billy Body or Brad Shepard, like that's just easy. Oh my God. Like yeah. there's some people that are just universally disliked to where it's just like. Disco. Disco's yeah. universally disliked. <laughs> he, he said some shit. But yeah, you can score some easy internet points or or like post a DM making fun of Conan for DMing you about his podcast. Like there's easy layups. Wait, did get... people dump on Conan? Because he DMs everybody and like, have you heard my podcast? <laughs> like, can I? They don't remember he's like a wrestling legend on top of Yeah, it's weird. No, it's weird. I got one of the DMs from him and he was like, if you're on my podcast, and I thought he wanted to talk to me about advertising or something. And he was like, no, just if you listen to my podcast. And it was just (laughs) like, that's literally his strategy. He just DMs like thousands of people saying like, have you listened to my podcast? It's a, it, and with Disco, I think uh, Conan probably gets a lot of hate because Disco's on his yes. podcast. Yeah. Um, oh, he does. Disco says a lot of stupid stuff, but there there is a lot of stuff he says that makes sense as well. It's it's, hey, it's bro, unfortunate. Sorry, their podcast is insanely popular because well, of I wouldn't that. go that far. I wouldn't go that far. It's I mean, not insanely popular. Why does it keep popping up in my feed? No, no, no. I, I know everybody's numbers. No, not even close. Um, oh, okay. Never but, okay, but okay, let me give you another example. Like, Cornette is a good one that if you want to start shit with him, maybe he starts really it back popular. with you. Cornette is really yeah. popular. But Ryback, like, if you want to get into with Ryback online, s- yeah. some people do that for cloud chasing. Like, tw- Why does he get Twitter good numbers? Hang on, does Ryback get good numbers? I think, I don't think so. Ryback had a habit before he blocked me. He had a habit of engaging <laughs> with people who trolled him. And that could be good, right? So let's say you're a wrestler or let's say you're a wrestling fan and you're like, hey, I want to boost my follower account and get into it online. Like if you tweeted somebody like Ryback who has a million followers and Ryback's like, fuck this guy. And then somebody's like, actually, that guy's right. Fuck you, Ryback. You know, like (laughs) wrestling Twitter, Matt, it's good you don't get involved with this because this is what I look at throughout the day. And I'm like, this is insane. And it's insane that I even pay attention to this, but people do. 
and then and, and by the, on Reddit, like it's a whole got a whole. Then yeah, yeah. then websites pick it up and say like Raj Geary got into it with Joey Janela the other night. <laughs> I, I got to say this about Ryback because I used to do his podcast. I don't know if if it does well or not, but I'm assuming uh, he, he he does complain a lot about the numbers he gets and and saying like WWE is hurting his the algorithm. No, he thinks he's being shadow banned. Let's be clear. Yes, yes, yes. And I used to tweet so him that's about the only that. reason why I think it's not doing well. Uh, he thinks he's being shadow banned by WWE. Yes. <laughs> like WWE has enough pull to say, hey, uh, um, what's the owner? The X got him old. Elon um, Musk. Hey, Elon, <laughs> because we're best friends with you out of left field all of a sudden. Um, come here. <laughs> let us put in a headlock and demand you put our boy uh, right back on, on shadow. What? Come on. It sounds like the nut jobs for my own freaking party at times. Well, shut up. <laughs> he, I mean, he, uh, I, I, I've told you guys about this where the one wrestler in the last year that's just called just chewing me out. And I'm like, I'm not even in the space anymore. Relax, dude. Was, was Ryback. And we used to, I used to do his podcast for free. Never, yeah. never charged him, never did oh. anything. But, uh, Glenn, have you frozen? Yeah. Because you should be commenting on this. We just had an opening here, and you're not taking it, so no, I will. Sorry, someone oh, missed Yes. Do you mean that guy that you used to big dog in big league mean Glenn for when you go do your <laughs> podcast when we're saying, hey, Raj, where are you tonight on our podcast? <laughs> he was my friend. <laughs> Sorry, I'm busy my nose. In, in, in capital letters, Ryback. We had, we had, you know what? I forgot that we actually had Ryback on one time. Yes, and it was a funny us. episode. Yeah. He actually it was good. good. Job on. Yeah, yeah, yes, Ryback was great. Yeah. Um. No, I think that so wrestling Twitter is super strange. There's people that follow it. Um. Look, and I've it's seen not it real life. Can I just I know fans off and give them the spoiler? It ain't real life. So yeah. don't get yourselves crazy about it. And I try and stay out of it for the most part. I mean, it's like I used to co-host a podcast with somebody who would get into it with people regularly from the community. Really? Uh, yeah, Alfred made this video of JD that was just like, holy shit, I can't believe we put this time into doing this. But and yeah, Alfred would get into it. Alfred like would, I like Alfred's him. a good guy. I like he's him a lot. He's funny. Good. But it's like, yeah. okay, man. If, I'm like, I told him, I said, when you and um, when he and uh, Sean, uh, we got into a Sean Ross app. So I was just like, I was just like, I'm staying out of this. Like, you both are my friends. This is they dumb. got into a fight between each other. It's I yeah, they it was, still have heat. Yeah. What the hell? They're both good people. How they're both yeah. good, good. I don't care. I mean, me and uh, look, I gotta say this like, I, I, I get along with pretty much everyone. Um, yeah, yeah, as far as the wrestling reporters go, I mean, me and Sean just broke a story last week about Dana, Dana Massey, and uh. Uh, you know, the AEW uh, office departures. I, you know, I've, I've worked with other sites and, and, and everything. And hey, JD and I get along and Ryan Satin and all these guys. Um, it's, but um, it's best to just stay out of the drama. And so let's move on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I we say that now and then I'm going to get tagged later at night where it's like Raj is going at it with Joey again. <laughs> he didn't say one I, negative word about it. I know. I no, no, he's going to do it tonight. He's going to say I, it's I, over. Yeah, it's Happy New Year. Actually, it's funny, Raj, because during the Wink days, like, you weren't on Twitter that much, and now it's, no. like, all the time, time, man. Yeah, now I nothing have, the I, time. I'm retired now. I got nothing to cool. do. <laughs> and because you still need fans to 
make you feel like your opinion's important to wrestling fans. <laughs> Admit it, Raj. All right. I got to stay relevant somehow. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> I mean, what else do I got, man? Money. Money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I get of it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. So, anyhow, what a, what a year it's been. End of the year. Yeah. What a year it's been. Uh, Raj is going to go over his uh, social security statement later and talk about how much he made this year off dividends. Um, but uh, how, how's the tax loss harvesting going, Raj? Great. Uh, Literally, twenty percent of your audience even understood. That. If you want to save money on your taxes and you have losing stocks, sell those off and buy similar stocks, and that's it. You can do it. It's a real rule. It's called tax loss harvesting. Do it every year, and it uh, it works. <laughs> so all you out there that are bouncing your stock portfolios at the end of the year, tomorrow's your last day. Dude, sell your Exxon if it lost and, and get VDE or, or Chevron. Um, anyway. <laughs> Anyhow. Glenn, yeah, get the good stuff here. Why are we here, Glenn? Why are we here tonight? So we're talking about the best of 20, well, to bust Rogers chops, but uh, then to talk about the best of 2023 and our pick, uh, not the best, but <laughs> the wrestler of the year. Oh, well, that's specifically what the yeah, game, it, I'm seeing Puck. Who would have thought like that starting this year off that he'd be where he is right now? Like this year has just been really so, insane when you think about it. So, really quick, where were we? January of last year. What was going on with CM Punk then? Let's see. Uh, Cody won the Royal Rumble, right? He was going to go on to face Roman. Cody was feuding. uh, CM Punk was injured. Um, Or was he injured at the start of the year or he got injured later? That's what I'm wondering. Was he coming back already to collision at this point or no? No, collision didn't start until the summer. Wow. So, yeah. That's even worse. (laughs) God, that's even worse. They created a show for this cat. Yeah, no, Punk was in the yeah. summer. Punk was out. Yeah, Punk was they out. Blundered until it. Collision. Oh my good lord. Anyways, yeah, Punk was out all year until uh, Collision started. So yeah, which is weird, right? But I'll tell you. Okay, so here's the thing about CM Punk, and this is why there's an argument for him as wrestler of the year. But I, I, it's weird in wrestling because things move so fast to think about. To think about the year as a 12-month period because... He's not my wrestler of the year. No, I understand. I understand. But it's like if you were to ask me who the wrestler of the year for the first six months of the year was, I would have a different answer than the second six months of the year. And if we were just going from July until now, I would say CM Punk because people can't stop talking about him. People can't stop speculating about him. Uh, he's the, the certainly the number one topic. He might be affecting TV deals. Yeah, since July. Crazy. So, mm. how about this? When we each give our wrestler of the year, I want you guys and me as well to give our credentials as why we're giving this person our wrestler of the year. Is it ratings? Is it um, what you just said as far as TV rights deals, influence? Um, I think we should all be very specific why we're giving whoever we're giving wrestler of the year to independently each. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, Raj, who's, who's your overall pick? The twelve calendar months, and 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 Matt, to your point, I feel like that's um, there's so many different cr- criteria as far as yeah. the guy that makes the most difference. Um, it was probably Punk this year, right? Like he 
he changed the complete landscape of everything. But as far as uh, uh, just overall draw, Roman Reigns, as far as the draw goes, as far as the rise, like someone that went from C to no, A, no. LA Knight. I'm out. You're no, 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 no. You're edging your bet. You have to be one person, and then I'm gonna give you. We're gonna give you time to explain okay. your reasons why. Uh, if you want, I'll go first. Go ahead. Yeah, MJF without a question. Really? Be, be, because listen, this babyface stuff stuff that people are not very really attracted to or happy about um, that are MJF fans like myself. Um, did not start 12 months ago. Um, he was still doing his best promos, his best work, I would argue. Mm-hmm. Um, this is when he's at that, uh, in my opinion, the best promo he's ever cut is at a post-pay-per-view scrum when he walked in on the crutches and just won the world championship. Um, but a r- little bit right after that, he's still cutting world-beater promos at the time. He was still drawing people to AEW, in my opinion. He was also getting out there in the mainstream. People say what they want. It's true for, for him, at least, in AEW. Um, and again, cutting world beater promos and attracting people to his character. Now, there was a little bit of a decline there towards the end with his babyface turn with Adam Cole. But then, I th- even though I thought that was corny, everybody else popped for it, liked it. It was getting the best ratings on the show. So I'm not judging anything what I'm saying on regards to rating number i'm not saying in regards to social media numbers or wrestling twitter numbers i don't care about any of that it's me as a wrestling mark sitting at home watching all the shows on tv and going holy ish this guy is my favorite wrestler for this year so therefore therefore he's my wrestler of the year mj all right i'm gonna go roman reigns um every match he has feels like a big event i don't care the number of times he's wrestled i mean i think him and mjf have had the same number of matches this year or, or it's very close i, I don't care about that mjf works into wrestles, his character can i just point out mjf point works into his character as a yes. pick, by the way which is why he's the best but sorry yeah i i love mjf and mjf is my aew pick uh, but i do think the babyface run has has hurt him i don't think he's, hurt him. he doesn't have that same uh, I agree. The aura has, has kind of gone down mm-hmm. this baby face, but uh, Roman, he has that aura. He feels like a gigantic star every time he's there. And yes, if he was on every week working pointless tag matches, that would bring it down. And right now, when he does wrestle, it means something. It feels like he's like uh, like how when we were kids and Hulk Hogan, when you you saw him wrestle like five times a year, and it was a big deal every time. I feel like Roman has that right now. He's special. You know, they keep him special. They're doing a great job. Roman's mm. my guy. Interesting. Uh, mm-hmm. Good pick. Well, caveat that if we were splitting it, I would say Sami Zayn first half, uh, CM Punk mm. second half, but of the year. But if I had to pick year year overall, I would have to say Wait, was the bloodline. Hang on, was Sami Zayn bloodline this year? Calendar? Yeah, it was the yeah. first half of this year. That was oh, the first half of this year. <laughs> okay, but then sorry. it died. But then it died after Extreme Rules and Mania. Like it just. Cool, like ice cold with Sammy. January, February, March. Yeah. April? Four months? April. Yeah, yeah April. you got the tag things with KO and then just kind of like, uh. So, so, so good. You're right. You're right. Sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, and then Punk from July because no one, every, it's all everyone could talk about since July. But if I have to pick uh, the entire year, I think Rhea Ripley. I think mm. uh, Rhea's been mm-hmm. greater as the Raw Women's Champion. I think 
she uh, helped elevate Dominic Mysterio. She's had great matches um, from her fun match at Backlash with Zelina Vega to her stuff with Raquel. Like, it's just been a really strong year for her. And her and Dominic, like, the chemistry they have together, the way that she could somehow still get nuclear heat with him, but then still be, like, over on her own. Like, it's super weird. I've never seen that before, even with Mark Marrow and Sable, by the way, folks. Go, you know, yeah. let me go back in time and watch Sable coming out with Mark Marrow. She was still getting cheered. Mm-hmm. Rhea does not get cheered when she's out there with Dom. Yeah. She's by herself. She does. It's amazing. Like, I've never seen that. And, and by the way, and originally I was thinking, you know, it might be Dominic Mysterio, but the truth is, Dominic without Rhea wouldn't be even i mean he'd have no. heat but she's elevated him so much because yeah. you have guys in the crowd that are jealous that i have this puny dweeby wimpy whatever you want to call him get her there's a lot of that in the audience yeah and even <laughs> her interviews where she's like totally just alluding it's it's like that scene of weird science like what do you see him he's purely sexual you know like she's, <laughs> just, she's in the malacas do you know uh yeah like it's amazing she's putting she's put him over so much and given him so much confidence but mm-hmm. then she's created another star with him you could say yeah mm-hmm. and she's got her own career that's going phenomenally well there's like no rush to have her lose that title hell no yeah it's super good um so i mean yeah i'm just so impressed with the year that she's had and especially because we talk about this it took a while right like there were the four horsewomen in wwe Mm -hmm. they elevated oscar and there was a bit of a gap like and i think ronda rousey Mm -hmm. definitely contributed to that where there just wasn't enough oxygen but i have to say that with bianca and Rhea, they've done an amazing job of building up yeah like a whole other uh pool of talent you know and i think she's doing amazing of a pick actually that's a good yeah. pick yeah i like it but man first half of the year sam if like we'd have done this in may it would have been like sammy oh. zayn all the way because that was so good going into it was the, hot it was hot montreal so Beyond, good going to the chamber the hottest i will argue i've seen wrestling i that it just was like my people that I know don't watch wrestling, I know for a fact don't watch it in my neighborhood, were asking me about it. Yeah, <laughs> the other thing was red hot with it. And, and that WrestleMania, probably WrestleMania night one, too, was just that was yeah. one of the uh, the best WrestleMania nights that they've ever had. And, um, and it was top, you know, it was top by that. But transitioning into another category, I have to say that uh, the stuff with Sami Zayn and the bloodline coming to a head by far my storyline of the year. The, easily yeah of the of the, of the century I, mean, yeah. I was about to say yeah decade century like yeah. right because I, I i don't remember since being i'll be real and you think i'm being like a mark here so be it for folks watching but i don't remember being this emotionally invested in a storyline number one since andre got his head cut his hair cut by big john stud and Batera, and i freaking hated it and cried as a mm-hmm. little boy and then number two, Paul Orndorff turning on Hogan and stealing his music. Like, I freaking hated mm. it. I'm being serious. You can include NWO after that. You can include The Rock, Stone Cold, and all those storylines after that. Macho None and Hulk. Oh, there you go. Mega, mega powers. You can include all of those. None of them had the impact on me wanting to tune in more than Sami Zayn in the bloodline storyline. Yeah. I'm being dead yeah. serious. And it was one of those that you could see exactly where they were going. You knew who I was going, how it was going to turn out. You knew they had elimination chamber and you know in Canada. And that's where Sammy was going to be facing Roman. 
and it was still excellent. It was still great. It was, and I felt the same way with Macho Man and Hogan. You knew where exactly where it was headed. And but, but really quick, we didn't know Roman was going to say, "Take that shirt off." Do you remember that promo? Right. <laughs> yeah, that was. Amazing. I did not know that was yeah. coming. I was like, "What are you doing? No, stop! Stop! I'm yelling at my television." <laughs> yeah, and got completely fish hooked because Roman <laughs> ended up turning into like this guy's our you know honorary use. Yeah, it was such a feel good moment for a heel stable where you just you're, yes. you're just happy after seeing that. It's yeah. so so much that was Sammy's body language, even his mm. non speaking parts in the backdrop. Where he's not supposed to be a main part of it, yeah. where where it didn't it actually ended up helping and really putting it over when when uh, Jay is laughing right and, and shoot laughing because he can't <laughs> stop it when you know Usi got over in that moment right but yeah. but Sammy's facial expressions too when Roman that night goes he goes you know what you can't get along well listen up if you can't. He's going to be Sammy Uso. And like the whole <laughs> arena goes bananas. I pop. I don't know anybody that didn't pop at that. It just yeah. really ballooned that storyline really forward. And Romans, to be credited for a little bit of that, is a lot of that for that matter as well. To your point, Raj. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys have any match of the year picks? Oh, I did not know we had to have. No, that. I'm just curious. Oh I mean, like, there, it was a year for great matches. I mean, look, if you go by the star ratings, I mean, Omega and Osprey, like, by far, mm -hmm. you know, put on some, some real bangers this year. That it's interesting, crazy. though, because, I mean, it's like the criteria for best match, I think, is always beyond who puts on the best, biggest spectacle, you know, the best technical wrestling. I mean, certainly... Um, yeah, I think it's just, you know, it's it's about moments and it's about what speaks to you with the mix of storyline and match, at least for me. Like, it's not as linear as just like bell to bell, who did the best this year. So, I mean, it's fine not to not to pick one. I mean, but it was a year of, um, I mean, the quality of wrestling just is insane. Well, you guys go first. I have to use a laboratory. All right. Sounds good. I, uh, yeah, I'll go, uh, I'll go Roman versus Sammy as far yeah. as the culmination of this big storyline and, and, and that atmosphere and just how hot that crowd was. Uh, the one thing I feel like they've, and I'm sure Roman is part of the reason for this is that he mm. wants to make his opponents look strong, but they keep doing um, the outside interference in every one of his matches to where it just, it, 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 it hurts it overall in, in my opinion. And uh, I feel like there are guys that Roman should just beat he's the guy so it's it's okay if he beats some guys clean here and there and uh, gosh i don't think he's won a match clean since like riddle yeah it's um, well yeah um i mean to to pick something a little less uh obvious i think uh becky lynch versus tiffany stratton and no mercy was very good in nxt hmm. becky i mean it, it was a really good match i think that nxt Part of the reason um, lately it's been on such a roll is that these PLEs they're doing feel like takeovers again. Like mm -hmm. it feels like they're putting on those really memorable matches, you know, with with solid spots, good choreography and just uh, good competition. Um, but spot of the year, I had to make sure it happened this year. Um, and I think, I mean, it has to be for me, at least Logan Paul and Ricochet's midair collision at the Rumble. Yeah, yeah, that was uh, that was definitely. Yeah, yeah, I guess that would be it because I, I was thinking of Logan and Roman, but that was last year. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, 
that's a that's a good call um yeah it, it, it depends if you're just talking about a wrestling move or are you talking about like an angle because you know where no, sammy no, finally hit Roman oh yeah chair. <laughs> oh that was good but i'm just thinking like in ring spot like that was the one at the rumble when logan and ricochet did that where it was like holy shit i can't believe that just happened I mean, you know and i don't what know about, you guys, what's that what about swerve drinking hangman's uh, or hangman drinking swerve's blood <laughs> are you <laughs> ribbing me for match of the year <laughs> Or gross no, 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 spot. Spot, We're of the spot. spot. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, you got people talking. It did. Not. I, I'm a big swear fan, and he got elevated with that match, so ultimately it worked. Yeah, he did. Um, yeah, who'd you guys pick for match of the year, real quick? I said Becky uh, versus Tiffany Stratton and No Mercy. I thought it was That's my match of the year. It, wasn't it was bad, really bad. good. It's really okay. good. I said Sammy versus Roman. <laughs> Rhea versus Charlotte also was very good at WrestleMania. It was what the game was pointing out. I go back in time and say CM Punk versus MJF. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> dang, dang, dang. Oh, hmm. man. Um, I don't got one. That's fine. fine. What about outside of wrestling? Any other high points this year? Any other music? Yes, Matt's like, what, what exists outside of wrestling? I come. <laughs> what was the like uh succession? That was this oh, year. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah, succession ended this year. Yeah. Still, I wasn't happy that was it and it's done with. I did not like that. But man, that finale was was awesome. No, it was sad and it sucked. <laughs> the family got screwed over. And, but you knew that's well, not really. I mean, the daughter is basically Yeah, uh, shifts with Tom. Yeah, shifts with Tom and they took control. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Did she? I could have sworn she put in at no. the end with the two brothers. Am I wrong on that? Uh, I don't remember how she voted, no. but no. But Tom got it, and they're still married. So I don't know. I mean, it yeah. was it was she a good final against, season. Yeah, yeah. She voted against him. Yeah. Um, um, but of the movies, I didn't see Barbie this year. I didn't see Oppenheimer. Like I'm behind on a lot of the. the was cycles. Creed three? Was Creed three this year? Maybe. Hmm. I think so. Feels like a lifetime ago. What I just billions? watched Wonka. Yeah. Billions was really good. Yeah, so Billions this year was really good. They brought the main character back after a long overdue. Mm-hmm. You know, missing him for sure. That's he drew me to that show to begin with. So I was happy to have him back. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up zero to one grams of net carbs, five to eleven grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Yeah. Iron Claw was great. Have you guys watched that yet? I have not seen no, that. How do I see it? Thank you, Veggie Gamer. Uh, it's in theaters. Oh. No. Ew, did you just put yourself over that you got the pre-screening of it? I did. <laughs> Wait, how do I feel like I know Veggie Gamer? Veggie Gamer, why didn't you give me that? Yeah. Oh, I didn't get it from Veggie. Oh yeah. Uh, uh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Never mind, Veggie Gamer. No heat here. <laughs> God, it does this. Why is it every year feels like a decade now? Because I'm like, Cocaine Bear was this year. Like that came what out. Was in the it beginning. Cocaine Bear? Wow, I would have guessed. I would have guessed this year. I would have thought two years ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess uh, Megan came out at the beginning of this year. 
Yeah, Justin Toner note, noting that Creed Three was in the spring. That feels like that was last year. <sighs> yes, it does. Uh, this is what happens when you get old, folks. This is what happens when you get old, folks. <laughs> yeah. I wonder who guessed that. I thought for sure Creed Three was like a year and a half ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I still haven't seen Oppenheimer. If I, I want to see that, it's so it, good. Really, it looks good. like homework. A little bit. Okay, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. There's a little bit of you got to do a little bit of thinking. Yes. It's yeah. worth it, though. It is okay. worth it. Okay. Do you remember Da Vinci Code? Mm-hmm. I'm aware you know, of it. There's, there's a little bit of thinking in that, and it was worth it. Yeah. No, I just mean Oppenheimer looks like sucked. one of those movies. Da Vinci Code? Mm. Yeah. No, they completely went back into the oldest story of all time and just gave you the remix. I, have I you, thought it was good. Have you read the book? <laughs> no. Okay, read the book. The book is so much better. Than uh, the book, I, the I love the book. Are usually better, including yeah. even James Patterson's stories with Alex Cross. His books are ten times better than what Alex Cross ended up being on TV. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But it's usually always that way because we get to use our own imagination with books, right? Yeah. Plus, it goes into so much of that that history. And yeah, like you said, it remixed and and they they, they put their when unique thought, takes on it. But in the book, they do such a great job with it. But we're supposed to be in a society, supposedly. In a society where everything has to be PC, right? Where you're not supposed to be able to remix these so-called, you know, these supposed stories. And right. they do. And they do an amazing job of doing it. Yeah. Of no, it. I thought it was I, Yeah. I, I, mean, I mean, I was like trying to go through like what was actually real and what wasn't. Because right. Because did such a great job. So yeah. that's why Assassin's Creed is my favorite video game of all time for folks keeping score on. Because they do similar. They totally yeah. play on, Yeah, you know that and they do a really good job with you and putting in like like uh fictional in with like legit what happened mm. in our history times it's pretty cool yeah yeah uh you know what was on tv the other night was clash of the titans the, oh, the og one wait oh. you you've seen clash of the titans from 1980 no it was on it was on the other night and we started watching again and i'm reading about it and as a kid i was like oh this is all greek mythology and then i was similar to what you said i was reading i was like oh no they made like they mixed all this other stuff in they made stuff up like yeah. it's not like you didn't really have an owl named bobu like it was a whole thing man like you know yeah they weaved in and out of that yeah it's well weird. Done. man that movie though is uh still crazy medusa still scares me uh but i was gonna say also that was uh this year uh wrestlers on netflix that came out that was good. oh yeah september very popular mm-hmm. and i thought if i like shared an opinion on that it just means a former wrestler liking it because it it's about yeah. wrestlers right so like what's my opinion really worth in that regard but uh I'm happy to see. Is it considered successful? By oh yeah, by, and arguably it saved OVW. They just got a bunch of new investments in the company. They got the, a new CEO. I yeah. mean, yeah, that show saved them. Wow, I'm happy to hear that. Yeah, very happy to hear that. Wow. Yeah, it's a really good show, and I felt like Al Snow just came across as like the coolest guy, <laughs> you know, from that series. He is, and such an underrated person for knowing just about everything there is know about our business. Yeah, like everything he explains to you when you first learn from Al. A lot of people talk about, including our show, Gigantic Pop. Um, what pop really means and yeah. goes into it with all of us what a pop by an audience really legitimately is. Is it them going crazy? Is like three quarters of them going crazy really a pop? Mm. No, it's not. A pop is what back in the day was by the Road Warriors, by Hulk Hogan, where everybody just loses their god dang mind. 
and mm-hmm. just the roof shakes, the floor shakes. And and those are true, true pops and would explain it to us in a sexual innuendo way, of course. Mm. That's out. Um, but uh, of explaining to every guy that can understand it that has never been a wrestler before, because Al started getting intertwined with talents that didn't even watch wrestling, that were former football players and basketball players and all these other kind, and would do a great job of explaining just the very basics of what a pop truly meant. And was such a great teacher, such a, and they, he was the right one to choose for tough enough. And, and yeah. at first, as a Mark, before I got on the show, I'm like, why Al Snow? Like, of all the people to choose, why Al? He wasn't a big star at the time of WWE or WWF, rather. Why? Um, once I got on there, I saw why. I definitely saw yeah. why. And the respect he had from all of his other co workers that were with WWE that came on as special guests, everyone from JBL to Dudley Boys, my season, Taz, and all these others, they all really respected him because he knows what the hell he's talking about. So I'm really excited to see yeah. him at the helm of OVW doing hopefully well. And uh, love when he shares his opinion on the business because there's not many more that I could possibly agree with more than his opinion. Yeah. No, absolutely. Um, I think that, uh, yeah, it's good It's good to see that now people are paying attention to them like it's viable now again as a promotion. They have mm-hmm. real online presence. So, And hopefully we get a season two on Netflix. Although so. it's weird, though, the streaming climate right now is not the best. They're not just green lighting everything anymore. And the thing that I hate is that these shows have such a short shelf life. Like, it's great that you could binge wrestlers all in one day, but then it's, you know, people are on to the next thing. You know, a week later. Well, that's what that's why I would always say, like with Cobra Kai and shows like that, I prefer mm-hmm. it when it's once a week where they drop it once a week mm-hmm. because then you could go online, you could discuss it. When it's all dropped at one time, you don't know where everyone mm-hmm. else is at. You you can't really you don't want to spoil anything. Um, so you know, like mm-hmm. a Game of Thrones, everyone's talking about that specific episode when it drops. Yeah, and, uh, that's true. When, when you drop all the whole season of Cobra Kai, I won. You know, again, yeah. Can I just say I'm very selfish in my TV viewing habits or phone viewing habits, and I do want it all dropped in one season. Yeah. In a perfect world. But that's just me. (laughs) Yeah. We binged Reacher season one and now having to watch season two weekly. Oh, so now I'm sorry. I mean, to cut you off, but I followed up on uh, Reacher. I know exactly what you're talking about. The dude is jacked. He's the the perfect person for playing Reacher. Yeah, he's so good, but it sucks now watching it weekly because you get in the Reacher zone where you're like, this guy's just deducing everything and he's so like humble and human and he just solves everything with violence and I just want more and more and more. And then it's like, oh, no, I got to wait another week. You saw him in Fast and Furious, right? Yeah, he was way different in Fast and the Furious. His character was funny, but it was a very different jacked. vibe. Oh, yeah, he's very, jacked. yeah he's in very good shape. Watch Iron Claw. Zach Efron is just... I heard gigantic he, yeah he, he he'd like he decided to play carrie von eric instead of kevin von eric i mean he is just ripped wait, to wait, shreds. Hang on. why is that why is that funny what's wrong with that no i, I just mean like his body is resembles carrie more than kevin and he's playing kevin <laughs> oh he's playing kevin in the movie yeah interesting kevin was no slouch either but no kevin he was, was much, he's much more lean versus carrie yeah carrie he was like a normal a athlete boy. Carrie, to me, when I was a little kid, looked exactly like Conan the Barbarian. I mean, identical to that character when I was a little kid. I always thought I used to confuse the two because I was still little. Yeah. I mean, if you put Carrie and Ultimate Warrior side by side, there's not 
I mean, Warrior was more vascular, but they, they go they, no go back to WCCW, Carrie. Mm-hmm. I will put Carrie's body against it. Yeah, I mean, he was ripped to shreds. So and and Zach Efron, Jesus. But yeah, and and he was actually really great in that movie overall as well. Real quick, we had this. Uh, oh yeah, that two K Universe Elite. Thank you. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, breaks breakout star of twenty twenty three. One face and one heel. Ugh. I did not come prepared, boys. <laughs> <laughs> LA Knight does he does he count? He's but whether he a face or a heel, he's on his own plane of existence, man. He's a face, kinda. Sorry, he, he's a he's, face now. He wrestles heels. Regardless, face heel, I don't care. He's easily the breakout star. We come on, guys. Yeah, heels. yeah, yeah. I mean, amazing trajectory going from not even being on the WrestleMania card. Yeah, yeah. He was a manager last year. His name, yes. what, what was his name? Max Dupree. Yeah. So, uh, Don, oh, yeah. Veggie Gamer bringing up uh, Dom Dom. Yeah. Absolutely. Dom Dom. We Wait, mentioned time out. What, what, No, 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 no. Dom Dom's a breakout. Dom's been getting, hasn't Dom been getting the heat now for a year? He Since just last, this year, last, right? Well, no, no, no. Last Thanksgiving, remember when he went to jail right. after the attack of the Mysterio house? <laughs> okay, then. Yeah you're, yeah, you're right. A little slightly under than one year. Okay. Yeah. That's a fair one. Oh, then, my God. He's so incredible and it's so amazing <laughs> they're doing this with him. He has the most heat in pro wrestling, guys. I, I will say it right now than anyone we've seen in the modern era. I'm, I'm being not my exaggerating. Yeah. They legit hate this little shit. If you watch, like, Watch the CM Punk match at Madison Square Garden and let yeah. the person that's using their phone to videotape that match listen to all the kids in the audience talking ish to Rhea Ripley going, you're with that guy? He's a loser. Why do you like him? He sucks. Dom, you suck. Like legit hatred for this guy. <laughs> in a day and age where beyond the rabbits out of the hat, okay? Right. It's a work, and they still hate him. Yeah. Christian's been awesome this year, too. He swerve, been. but he's you can't call him a breakout star. He's been uh, a huge star forever. Can we I'd say swerve too. Big, I was gonna say, can we give it to swerve? I think swerve is definitely up there. Trick Williams, yeah. uh, Justin Toner's mentioned yeah, in the comments. Uh, I like Trick on that. Okay, I'll take Trick on that too. Um, I mean, the biggest, the, the craziest thing of the year for me is still probably a wrestler being Mr. PC by God. <laughs> I wasn't Don't even... you giving the last two awards to a female wrestler. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> Very sensitive, Matt. Um, but anyhow, no, this, I'm I was the complete gonna, opposite of that. Right I was now. going to change the subject mm-hmm. to say that I think the biggest what the hell moment, uh, the biggest whiff, the biggest airball has got to be Adam Copeland going to AEW. Oh, geez. Yeah. Wait, really? Because that seemed like such a huge deal. And then just like, no one's even talking about it anymore. We, we, they're not talking about the like. Okay, keep saying Edge, Adam Copeland, and they're not talking about the Adam Copeland and Christian storyline. I mean, a little bit, but not really. You, but that, think, that match did a bad rating too. Like that 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 episode where they had their match on free TV hmm. did a, a a pretty low rating, all things considered. So remember, I told you I think the ratings when it comes to our, my fandom of watching something and liking it or not, but yeah. But regardless, I mean, so look, I've told you guys a thousand times. I don't care who the talent is. When they come to a lesser than company, it doesn't matter. It's not going to move the freaking needle. Mm-hmm. It just won't. And there might be some segments in which they do do make that happen, right? Um, 
But still, at the end of the day, in the long term, it will not do it. It takes something different. It takes a creative overview, over overflow rather, where something overhaul rather, where where something completely different changes, and fans are excited about that quote unquote something changing, or maybe their stars will, their favorite wrestler will get a chance, or things of the like. But uh, I would never yep. think to think of Adam Copeland as like you, Glenn. Do you think he's been a failure since going there? I mean. Visic man saying Christian has been carrying Adam Copeland through the feud and he somehow made the angle less interesting. <laughs> like it's weird. What I'm saying is that Matt, the hype for this was mm. when he debuted. Oh my God, AEW, another one, another big score coming from WWE. This is going to mm-hmm. be so great. The hype intro, everybody's so stoked to see him show up. What's he going to do with Christian? And then it's like, I'm just saying that, the the quality of it even for, the very few people are talking about it and even the people that are talking about it aren't raving it's like oh my god this is all i've been waiting for it's like oh, it's okay so let me ask you this if this yeah. was roles reversed and this was christian coming back to wwe mm-hmm. to create a storyline versus edge yeah do you guys really think they'd be in the upper echelon of the card no they would not they'd be in the mm-hmm. middle of the pack they no trust me they would yeah. be because the, how they think and they're the, which is stupid that they're a little bit older, therefore the Roman and all of them should be on the top of the card, and that match would be right in the middle. So I think that's something to bring up. Should yeah. should they be more in the middle of the card? And I hate the word you use the word inferior, but semi inferior to an MJF and some of the younger stars that they're supposed to be building into yeah. household names. It's just interesting how it's gone. And let me remind you that. Edge versus Randy Orton WWE build is the greatest wrestling match of all time before it even happened. You're so funny. You're so funny. I'm just I saying, want to know your breakout star though, Glenn. Who's your breakout star? It's really tough uh to pick one. Um hmm. Yeah, I, I don't know that I could pick just one because there was a lot you of stuff to. I really like this. Oh, have I have Tiffany to. Stratton? No, Tiffany Stratton's good. I mean, I, I pop more for Chase U, Tiffany Stratton, but she's not my pick. I mean, mm. I pop more for Chase U this year. I actually think Thea Hale. If I had to pick someone in the Ooh. Chase U angle, Thea Hale, she's the the short, younger girl who has like is like she's on Adderall all the time. She's like really that, amped up. Is that part of the storyline that she's on Adderall? No, no it's not part of the storyline, but that's her personality. If you okay, watch her, you go like, oh my God, she's got like an insane amount of energy. And they had this storyline this year where mm-hmm. she sort of broke bad by hanging out with JC Jane. Chase U has a gambling scandal. Like a lot's going on in Chase U this year. Uh, it's been Can I watch all those clips uh, in one or no? Because I'm going to give AW credit right now. Yeah. They give you a good, if you go on their AW YouTube channel, I'm not plugging it, but at the same yeah. time I am because they do a good job of doing their storylines yeah. from start to finish. To catch you up if you miss something. Mm-hmm. Do they have something like that? I they are find? not that good. They are not as good as that. Nah. Uh, I know. Uh, there's the segments online, but I'm saying Thea Hale really hey, caught you're, my You're talking about NXT, though, right? With in Thea NXT. Um, in AEW, I'd say Tony Storm is probably my pick for sort of breakout <clears throat> oh, this year. Yeah. Because it was just so unexpected what she's been doing, and her commitment to it is A. plus. Oh, God. Yeah. She's yeah. been great. God, yeah, like I, WWE, I, I, I wonder if I wonder if they watch that Raj and they're like they probably make because I know WWE and the attitude and the swagger they usually have when they see other companies doing something. I give you an example when TNA first started and 
supposedly Vince on a plane watching going, is that double J? <laughs> like, you know, making fun of it. Meanwhile, say what you will, Vince, TNA turned out mm -hmm. a good portion of your roster that you've made a lot of money off of being your main event or former champions. But regardless, um, I wonder, though, if does WWE watch that? I hope they watch and go, what? Look, look at this girl's acting chops. We could have had mm -hmm. that with her. Why were we not doing something even remotely close by making like exploring all of what she could possibly give us? That's the biggest swing and miss I've seen in a long time for WWE. Yeah, as far as AEW getting a WWE star and them going beyond, it's Swerve and Tony example. Storm. You know, yeah, they, they, Swerve, uh, Tony Storm. Um, I feel like I'm missing. There's another example. Come on, that they that, that that's like ten times more impressive with AEW than they were with WWE. And I'm gonna brain fart on it in a minute. We'll come back to it. Um, yeah, because a lot of times it feels just sort of like a rehash. I mean, no, I mean it's great that Paige can wrestle again, but I don't think Paige is or Soraya is doing groundbreaking work in AEW. I feel right. like she's doing what she's always done, which is good, but it's not you know, uh, with uh, Ruby Soho, kind of the same deal. Like, the, mm -hmm. it's a continuation rather than a reboot. And I think with Tony Storm, that's what's so impressive about it. Because her she, gimmick in WWE sucked. Yeah. It wasn't a I gimmick. Mean, it was her mom listened to hard rock or heavy metal in the <laughs> 80s. <laughs> you know what I love, Matt? You don't remember anything, especially about, like, more obscure wrestlers. And I love that you beat me to that, that that was her gimmick in WWE, that you remember. Because it's annoying. It's so disrespectful <laughs> and super annoying. Because so she bad. was always... Because even if you watch her, you didn't know anything about her character. You saw she was different in the ring with how she moved yeah. around the ring, how she worked, her moves, everything you could tell. And they blundered the hell out of it. I know. And they kept her, what, in England for God knows how long without being on the main roster added on top of it. Yeah, it was odd. Yeah. Um, but no, all in all, it's been a good year. I think that 2024 is going to continue this swing, right? Wrestling is really hot. The hottest has been in a while. Yeah. Uh, in 2024, Roger's going to wake up every day and regret even more that he sold wrestling Inc. and then just waited out a few more years. Good <laughs> <laughs> point. I'm, I'm, I'm good with it. <laughs> All right, time out. Don't be mad at me for asking this, Roger. Uh -huh. um, with, <laughs> with all the CM Punk drama and uh -huh. CM Punk now being back to WWE, if you had sold it right there, the week Punk comes back, would that have been a better opportunity to sell it or no? Oh, man. Ideally, it would have been the, the year I sold. So, it was, geez, it feels like it was years ago. It was just last year. Yeah. Uh, that summer, Sasha left. Uh, you had, you, you know, the MJF stuff where he, you know, people can tell if it was real or not. Yeah. That summer <laughs> was just insane news-wise. Vince McMahon retiring. It, it was just insane. So, okay, okay. That would have been. That would have been. I'll, I'll, I'll second that yeah. because that is still beyond me. Even happened, Vince McMahon retiring. You right. heard every single one of us ever work for that old man say mm -hmm. he's never retiring. He'll die in that chair. It's not to sound cute or kiss his ass because he's an hard worker. That's not why we say it. We no. say it because he's that much of a control freaking freak. Yeah. And good point. Yeah. That's okay. The news yeah. was insane last year. No, it's crazy. I think next year is going to be even more nuts. And, uh, you know, there's a lot that's so. happening. And we're going to do a uh, post Royal Rumble show, right? The first. Uh... <laughs> Are we? Right. Are we or no? Sure. I'm not going to get asked to do it on any other channel. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Yeah. No, no, I'm not. They don't. They don't call me for that. They like handsome Jack Farmer for that. Uh, if if it even happens. Who do you? It's true. So it's still a month away, but no, it's exciting. Mark it on your calendars, guys. Yeah, it's good. Royal Rumble. Three of us doing a pay per view post show. Yeah. And in 2024, Jungle Boy is going to come back and be on our podcast and tell what big fans (laughs) of him we are. Yeah, that would be. Do you think he's the devil after what happened uh, at Dynamite last night? The only way I'll accept him being the devil is if he takes the mask off and go, Real Glass, Honey Raven. That's the only way I'll accept him being the devil. And then somebody boot him right in the mush as hard as possible. <laughs> I think that would be a fart in church if he turns out to be the devil. Of course it will. Yeah. He can't. I'm not saying this because he screwed up Punk's exit with AEW or his right. last yeah. chapter there, but. I really mean it. He he proved it to me as a guy that was actually trying to root him on because I'm a big Luchasaurus fan. I love Luchasaurus. I love sure. what he does in the ring as a big man athletically. And so by proxy, I was a Jungle Jack jerk-off fan because of it. With that said, <laughs> he proved that he can't he can't talk. He cannot talk. He, I'll tell you when he did He did it in that four-way promo with MJF um, and Darby. Um and what, oh, was yeah. it, what was my other guy? Um, uh, was it come on, the guys in the circle. Yes, Sammy Guevara. That's very disrespectful mm-hmm. to remember his name because I'm a big fan of his, actually. Um, Sammy Guevara. And then MJF, obviously. Now, you can say, well, Matt, MJF eats everybody up on the mic. Okay, yes, that's true. But Jack got eaten up by all the two others as well uh, in that four-way entering promo. It was horrible. It came across as a whiny little, you know what, not a star. And when yeah. he comes to the ring, when his music hits, he just looks so apoplectic. He doesn't look like he gives a flip about the match he's about to be in. There's no excitement. Yeah. There's no pump. There's no, I'm about to murder this guy. Or if that's not your character, shake, shake, you know, give it fans high five, come in 85, maybe faced out something to show fire. He doesn't. He just walks to the ring in a pair of like underwear that looks like two times too short for him and too small for him. And it looks weird and looks uncomfortable. And but once he gets in the ring, what sucks about it, what I just said is he actually can sell his ass off. He can really sell. He's got to figure out how to tap into being able to cut a promo, though, because that's where you get to get people. Besides the fact when you're in the match selling and reaching out to the audience for power, quote unquote, and energy to get behind you. They're not going to do that if you just caught a fart in church promo the week beforehand and you showed your ass in a promo. They're not going to do it after that. That's why yeah, WWE, I, is very, WWE is very smart with Jeff Hardy in that regard because if you remember, they did not let Jeff talk in the very mm-hmm. beginning. They just let him get his butt kicked and constantly reach out to the fans, and the fans would eventually get behind him. He didn't have to cut world-beater promos to do it. Um, this was backwards where they've given – Jack Perry too many times to talk, too many times to fail, and um, it just doesn't work. Yeah, and by the time that match happened, you know, the, the four-way with Jack Perry, he got the least reaction of, of everyone. So. Yeah. Was even that- though he's the best seller, even though he's the best seller of the bunch, I'll, I will not take that away from him. He's a great seller. So te- technically in the history books, mm-hmm. is the match he had at Wembley the most the most yes. consequential pre-show yes. match of all time. Yes. Without que- oh my god, without question, especially if WWE somehow finds their way with this new right. deal. Oh my uh, lord. 
if WWE goes to WBD and it's because of oh. Punk, oh my God. Like, P.S. The company that created an entire Saturday show because of this person. <laughs> yeah. God. Oh my God. There needs to be a show just about that. In a, yeah, yeah no, that's the, a dark side of the ring. That's a dark side of the ring. <laughs> this is the, probably the craziest showbiz drama that I can think of since the stuff with Conan and Leno happened. Uh, 13 years ago with the Tonight Show. Yeah. 13 years you know? ago? You mean, oh, yeah, I guess that was Long, 13 years ago. Was, no, yeah. no, it wasn't longer than that. Uh, yeah, it was about 2009, maybe 45. No, 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 with Conan, what happened? Not with right. Letterman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With yeah, Conan. Yeah, yeah. And it turned out Conan got screwed because he forgot to put one clause in his contract mm. that his show had to go on before midnight. Um, and so NBC was able to screw him when he walked away. I mean, things like this don't happen in, in the entertainment business very much because normally contracts are rock solid. You account for every yeah. possibility. And Tony Khan, God bless him, <laughs> didn't know enough to uh, respect with respect to Tony or not. Um, he didn't care. He cared about being popular on Twitter in the moment. That's what he cared about. And he lost a golden opportunity to sit everybody down and go, I'm your boss. There's what we're doing. We're making money with it. CM Punk, you don't want to do it. You can leave. Uh, Young Bucks, you don't want to do it. You can leave. Kenny Omega, you want to do it. You can bounce too. Um, and put it out there like that. And he should have done it. And I don't care. He's, he's had so much time to think about it since. There's going to be some BS excuse that comes eventually of, oh, he tried to do No, you didn't. No, you didn't. I know it firsthand. You did not. I swear to God, I know it firsthand. You did not do it. And you lost out, and then worst, you tried to thank you, witching hour. Because I was about to get to that, and you added insult to injury by trying to then dump on CM Punk, a guy who created the pathway for all these more non-muscular, nondescript, physically speaking, wrestlers that are now, you know, the cat's pajama showing my age in today's pro wrestling. Um, with with main event talents and people that our fans like to see today that are not big bodybuilders that are not a jack that that are not jacked that are not look like these they can kick somebody's ass in a real fight um that ship has sailed years ago but it started with somebody like cm punk and then after that i would argue daniel bryan um uh, sorry uh how do i say it now brian danielson <laughs> brian danielson I, wanna... I still say daniel bryan um but do you know what i'm saying so like he's gonna come up with an excuse because it because this is the biggest goof in golf of all time in my opinion, uh, from mm. for a wrestling promoter, when you really break this down to his barest form, this will be the biggest f up of letting a talent go. And I'm being then sincere about this. Yeah, is it going to be Eric Bischoff letting Stone Cold go? I will defend Eric on this. Stone Cold was not Stone Cold Steve no. Austin at the time when Eric let him go. No. All right, he was a mid carter at the time with a ton of upside, and every other wrestler thought this guy could be a main event talent one day if somebody ever gave this poor guy a chance. Right, mm. but he wasn't there yet. You had CM Punk, who was there now. Yeah, who was there as a main event talent, and, and you could have made it work. You chose not to make it work, and not only did you not choose to make it work once, you chose not to make it work twice. All to be popular for like two or three days, maybe a week, maybe two, on Twitter because you feared for your life. From a front <laughs> face lock, Tony. A front <laughs> face lock, really? A front face lock. Come on, Matt. I don't know if you saw this. Uh, just to, I think this was today, actually. But uh, Tony uh, was talking about the cage match ratings that they've been getting. Um, cage match? Yeah. The website. Shut up. Please shut up. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That's what we're dwindling it down to? Are we doing it? Oh, my God. Yeah. 
How many people are watching in prisons, uh, though? What's the rating on that? The defini- hang on. This is the definition of kissing your cousin or being the world. Again, the world's tell a short person. Congrats, Tony. Good stuff. You guys are uh, the third best. At <laughs> that. Good job. Bigfoot Sneakerhead 499. What's up? Saying, guys, who should Tony Khan hire so we can say in the background? Mm-hmm objectively they need a gm or something like that he needs more than a gm he needs okay he definitely needs an on-air character to match mate that would help but that's not all he needs somebody that needs to take care of the creative tony khan's a busy mother you know what he's what this guy is not just responsible for this wrestling fan just known from this what about you know his interests in the jaguars and that soccer team and Mm -hmm. all this other stuff that he's got going on um I, I will just say this. He should bring somebody on to help him with this because he has the talent. There's no yeah. question. Yeah. That is the most talented roster I've seen in uh, maybe ever. I'll be real. Yeah. Maybe ever. Be, from top to bottom, Raj, everyone mm-hmm. on that roster can go and can get over and can be big-time stars. I, my, that's my opinion. I think so. So they need to have somebody that can help them get there. I don't get why Tony just doesn't get out of his own way and go, mm, because I fantasy book bank when I was little king, this one. Did. No, no. Get out of the way of yourself, Tony, and let somebody know what they're doing. It's not disrespect you saying that. It's you being a leader. If you're a leader, you put people in position to succeed that know a certain area better than you. That'd be like me in the city of Longwood telling my police what they, hey, this is what you should be doing. Fire department, this is what you should be doing. Hey, uh, blue collar workers that are working on the streets, you know what? Don't do that street. You should do this street instead. What? They'd be like, dude, you don't know what the hell. They would be correct in saying that. Yeah. We hire directors of each of those divisions to mm-hmm. handle that. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, and 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 I think also he needs to because he is such a fan, right? That he might put a little too much influence on match quality as opposed to stories. AEW has a ton of stories, but as far as ones that mean something that are growing the company, uh, as far as getting characters over to be yeah. larger than life stars, they've kind of been missing the boat on that. And and getting someone involved just, that gets that, brother. If you just consider, if you just and I'm. Former wrestler, so I'll be very real with you right now, Raj, and our audience, Glenn. That as a former wrestler, yes, I do like to watch wrestling match quality. That's true. I love the uh, I'm gonna screw his name up. I keep wanting to say Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson match, uh, the other night versus Eddie. I, I liked watching that, and I know people are making fun of that tournament and blah blah blah, but they were giving enough time to have one hell of a story, tell one hell of a story in that ring. I was a fan of that match. Um, with that said. I'm a former wrestler. I'm not the general public. I'm not the casual. I'm not the family of five that you're trying. Yeah. You should be trying to attract. If you're trying to attract just a like smart fan or a, a former wrestler that's now still a fan, that's not going to fill an arena. That's not going to fill the arenas. That's not going to buy your house show tickets for you. That's for sure. Um, we're just going to watch it on YouTube the next day. In fact, we're not even going to contribute to your rating on television. We're going to wait for it to come out on YouTube and watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's a weird, uh, effect, I think, because the, the hype, the YouTube, the online views, people that watch clips on Twitter, like that contributes to the buzz, which gets more people to tune in and lifts the ratings. But, you know, I want to call this out before we finish, yeah. uh, with AEW that, there's not many more of the original signings in old guard left uh, with, with this changeover side from the EVPs. I want to say Sean Spears. It came out today that Sean Spears is leaving AEW. His contract's not renewing. 
Um, and of course, we remember him fondly as the chairman. <clears throat> Good hand right. that had the feud with right. Co- Cody's first feud in AEW. Yep. And I think this just really shows we've seen this uh, with Leva Bates, with Sonny Kiss. We've seen a lot of contracts that weren't renewed uh, from the three-year, the four-year. And so now we're coming up on five-year deals. Yeah. Um, and soon, I think it's going to be very clear that, you know, aside from the Bucks and Kenny, Hangman, Chris, <laughs> I mean, this is very much a different company than the one that started. So can I say something? I think yeah. they made a mistake bringing former WWE talents in uh, versus... If you did bring a WWE talent in, immediately they have to job to your AEW talent. Like, mm-hmm. I would have, imme- if I'm the booker, I immediately would have done that. I would have yeah. built up the match and have, let's say, like uh, Moxley or somebody like that coming in or Claudio, whoever, job out to a a, a, a uh, Brian Cage or, or whoever, whoever that is an AEW wrestler and make mm-hmm. them look like bigger talents. What these talent, what these companies do, and TNA was guilty of it more than anybody was bringing former WWE talent in to just steamroll their own guys from their company, yeah. which never made sense to me. And, and and the problem is, too, you see guys like Christian out there, and they just are so above, you know, most of the younger guys, except for MJF, on the right. mic. And, and well, on the mic, okay, yeah. yeah. You know, um, and they need to find, they need to get guys to care more about that, that personality aspect, the interviewing aspect, the cutting promos that get people so, to to care. Roz, let me ask you something. Would you do that then if you have, let's say, non-WWE talent and it's just AEW talent we're talking, like originals, mm-hmm. et cetera, that don't mm-hmm. have that ability to get over on the microphone, would you then mm-hmm. put them out there on the microphone to not get over? Because I love watching Kenny Omega wrestle. I'm not gonna lie, I love watching him wrestle. I don't love love I do I don't love watching him speak. I think mm-hmm. he hurts himself when he speaks because of his tonage and, and, and the words he tries to use to be too cute sometimes. And it takes away from him being an incredibly talented wrestler in that ring. Yeah, I think you know when he was with Don Callis, I thought that was the perfect pairing. Yes, and, yes, I, I agree with that. I agree with yeah. that. Yes, he didn't have to do too much. He let he Don Callis do the talking, and then you know Kenny Omega just felt the biggest he has in AEW when that was going on. When he was with him and coming to Impact, mm-hmm. jaboning them for the World Championship, I got your belt too. What? Right. It was Don doing all the ish talking? Yeah, that was yeah. a good point. No, it's like imagine if they'd given Ricochet uh, a manager in WWE. Oh God. Yeah, they yeah. still can. I know. <laughs> they still should. Yeah, he's so yeah. talented. Anything else before we this wrap Matt it up? Irvine, with... let me ask a question because I yeah. just watched something popped up on my Facebook of Samantha Irvine doing this like mm-hmm. announcing gimmick with Cody and others. He would just give her an action figure and she would do the announcing. She's got a great voice. Yeah, I I do wonder could they make her into a promo because. Oh. She seems incredibly confident on the microphone, which is half the battle when you're cutting promos. She's not worried or sh- or, or, or um, shook when it comes time to being put on the spot to speak. That's half yeah. the battle as well. I wonder if they should not make her his manager. Yeah. Good idea. She, she's got the bass in her voice. She's got great bass in her voice when it's time to be excitable. And she's so comfortable on the mic. I think she is incredibly underrated as a ring announcer. Too. No, she's phenomenal as a ring announcer. Oh, she's so good. Yeah, which is why I almost wouldn't want her to see her become manager because she is so good. Can we lose her there? Mm. <laughs> you know, yeah. It's hard to find ring announcers that have that personality. Like, you know, us growing up with Finkel, right? Like, yeah. it's hard to find the ones yeah. that are like 
really good. And she's Finkel was she's so good. Great. He was. Fink, He's Fink the greatest. So good. Mm. I agree. You know what? I'm going to to Mark out because he'd be the one that calls for a house show schedule. I'm like, this is not, <laughs> this is a track. Like, this is a recording I'm getting. Hello? Like, hello? Can you hear me? Like, of course I can hear you, Matt. What, what? I'm just trying to tell you your program. Like, okay, I'm sorry. I'll shut up. Keep going, sir. And I'm hitting mute going, holy shit. Larissa, did you hear that? And I put it on speakerphone. Dude, Frankel, <laughs> to this day, him saying, and new. Like, no one did. Yes. Like he did. Yes. <laughs> Bigfoot Zekerhead wants to know, do you think Shane O'Mac would join AEW in creative? Hell to the no. No, no, <laughs> it, absolutely not. No, no, no. I know he joined, he was about to join, or did join, I don't know, UCF, or UFC rather. Um, no, hell no. No. Bigfoot. Shane, Come on, yeah. Bigfoot. Shane, <laughs> Shane McMahon has stepped in it so many times over the recent years between raw underground, the WrestleMania thing that happened in LA, the Royal rumble where Vince like asked him to leave. Cause Shane was trying to book himself oh, to go himself over to win in the rumble. Right. Or something <laughs> like that. And that was like, yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's amazing. The blunders this guy has had, know. but I can't like yet. I, I miss him and I want him back because it's just so entertaining to see like his weird Nepo baby F ups. Shane is, oh, he's fun to go. watch. Okay. Okay. He's fun to watch. Yeah. Really <laughs> I mean, Raw Underground was so dumb, but I would go for it. Like, they brought it back in NXT. <laughs> I don't the think NXT Shane Underground. really created that. No, no, he did. Remember? Did he, did he that come was up the behind the scenes that Shane had a groundbreaking concept that was going to save WWE in the pandemic by bringing oh, but was this... that Was that the storyline thing? That, or no, was that... That, no, no, there was no storyline about Raw Underground on the air. The reports that came out, um, from behind the scenes was that Shane's got this idea. It's going to look totally different. And in theory, you know, the entire third hour could raw could turn into the raw underground and they had the dancers and the, the cage and the guys in suits. Like it was so just, it was so much, but you know what though? It's one of the most thought out visions we've ever seen in WWE. And to that, I give him credit. I I black, I block out that year. So (laughs) what do you mean by thought out? No, I mean, like, he really thought it out. It's like he was playing Grand Theft Auto, and Shane was like, I got this idea. He, like, probably had people draw up storyboards and concept art. He cast the dancers himself, and he was like, this is my vision. The way my father bought his company from his father. I, Shane McMahon, will launch the Raw Underground, and the (laughs) WWE will see success it has never seen before. Yikes. To, to be fair, that wasn't even close to the worst thing that was on WWE TV that year. You had the eye extraction matches. And, uh, yeah. The what? <laughs> Remember oh, yeah, Rey but... Mysterio? They, he, he had to get oh, his eye poked out. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was pretty bad. <laughs> no, but if, if, if it wasn't Shane McMahon, if it was just, you know, uh, Spanky the intern that came and said, hey, guys, I have this idea for this UFC thing, Vince would have been like... I just would have looked at him and walked away. But because it was Shane McMahon, it got on the air and it got, you know, a fair chance. And uh, it was objectively terrible, but I wish it would come back. So Vince <laughs> has always had this hard on for MMA. Because yeah. Once UFC started to do WWE, especially storylines and promos better than WWE was mm-hmm. doing them at one point. Right. Um, he did start to finally see them as competition, regardless of what he says sure. publicly oh, yeah. or what he did say publicly, obviously. Um, so I think as soon as you say MMA to him, that he's all aboard because, oh, it's got to be groundbreaking then. It's got to be groundbreaking. No, Vince, you were like 18 years behind the curve on that one, brother. <laughs> Vince, you know what the problem with MMA is? People watch these pay-per-views and these fights are over in three minutes. What if we yeah. take it and you get your value? 
and we can build who our top guy is. Imagine being a Randy Couture and going undefeated and da 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 da. Then he out of left field loses to some Jay Brown out of left field. That's not action. That's not fun. Who wants to get behind that guy after that? That was his feeling. Yeah, but can you imagine Vince being like, "What if it's like our fights, our matches, but they're really hitting each other?" <laughs> oh, they did that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, God. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so they have an NXT. They have they call it the NXT Underground match, but it's just a different ring. It's not. There's no dancers. What? There's yeah. They call it the Dijak and Eddie Thorpe just had an NXT Underground match, but it's just it's what? just a different lighting and ring mat. What? What's what? I did not know. Yeah. This. yeah. What, what, what do they get to do in this underground match? That's so crazy and different. No, it's supposed to be more brutal. It's supposed to be more like uh, you so know. So every other. So let me ask a question. Does that mean yeah. every other NXT star is just right. holding back during their matches and not giving everything they could? That's yeah. right. That's what I always hated when they do stuff like that. Like in TNA when they did that with Samoa Joe and Kurt Angle. Like they're like, oh, now they're really fighting. Well, it's like what? What has everything else been? When they brought Frank Trigg in, I was there too. And I thought the same thing with he had to do a storyline with AJ. I'm like, you're gonna have this guy beat up AJ, like your best wrestler in the company, besides Kurt. Like, this is a terrible idea because you're gonna say it's real though, and it's amateur wrestling, and it's this. You're saying that's more important than pro wrestling? (laughs) Why would you ever do that? Right. Yeah, you're shitting on your own product. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah, your own start. When they had the greatest wrestling match of all time, all that tells us is every other match is not the greatest wrestling match of all time. (laughs) Yes, I agree. I agree. It's weird we had to do that and cover that and talk about like that was a real thing. And the match went on way too long. I I try to block out that that two year and a half period. Tagline. (laughs) Oh yeah. Oh the yeah. Oh year and a half. Yeah. All that's uh, I, I have not rewatched anything outside of maybe the Undertaker, uh, AJ Styles, been, WrestleMania. Yeah, thing. let me ask you a question because we would people just assume we dump an AW the whole time, which maybe we do. Um, <laughs> when it's deserved, you know. but let me ask you a question Who do you think did better in response to the COVID issue when COVID first hit? Which company do you think did a better job with the? cards that they were dealt because in my opinion i did think it was aw me i agree 100 percent. well they were letting I fans remember. in for a while but no not in the very that. beginning they didn't. oh got it got it no no not AEW in the very beginning they did. Yeah. Well, outside they, of daily's place they had some in there but they also had control of their environment yeah yeah, that, yeah they did allow x amount of fans which you still couldn't see by the way or here it didn't yeah. make a difference versus popping and booing in my opinion um because again Dude owns the place, um, but uh, um, I did think it did matter. And Cody Rhodes promo coming out, mm-hmm. you remember, yeah. was really strong. Yeah, I yeah. felt that promo by him that night. Yeah, the outdoor atmosphere was better than WWE with the screens, and then they had the uh, like Von Wagner behind plexiglass and the other NXT recruits. All right, where they're like tapping on the glass. Yes. I, I, I mean, <laughs> yes. it was it was so bad. <laughs> but it was better once they got to the Thunderdome. But oh. gee, because before the Thunderdome, Wait, the, oh my! No, the God. Thunder with the screens oh, that was so. Claudio, can I just say Claudio out of any talent WWE got the most over in my opinion for a male talent during that time, and I do think it helped Roman 
get out of his head because he wasn't hearing, he wasn't being boobered as a baby face anymore and having to deal with that psychologically in his own head that yeah, he's not true. getting over as a face. Mm-hmm. And he had that gap. He had this gap to get through mm-hmm. um, of that time to now F everybody. I'm coming back as a heel. Screw you all. You had your chance to cheer me. F you. I don't care anymore. And he had that COVID gap to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Oh, Jeez, man. We, we have gone long tonight. <laughs> yeah. Okay, guys. Let's wrap it up before 2024 is here. Um, yes, sir. <laughs> everybody, thanks for tuning in. Please like, share, subscribe. Uh, we'll be back next week for our first show of 2024. What will we talk about? Who knows? We'll see you back here next time on Gigantic Pop. Take care. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.